Well, the National League will be represented in the World Series by Atlanta or maybe Los Angeles, right? Milwaukee fans say, not so fast. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. If you don't believe me, look right down there. I've got a lower third where I call myself Sully. How could I get that if that wasn't who I really was? I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for well over a decade now, and this is wrapping up my fifth full season here at the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB or to promo code Lockdown MLB for a free water bottle with any order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. Follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. I am your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter. Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Hey, by the look of it, looks like we're doing another crossover episode. And guess who we have? Mystery guest, introduce yourself, please. All right. Chuck Freeman, Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day, Sully. And I saw so this, this is your the end of your first full season here at the Locked On Podcast Network. It's been great. Uh, I've grown the YouTube Just We just hit over 2,000 today, which was great because um, I took over. It was just like around 1,000 or so. So, you know, we're small market in you know, Milwaukee here, so that's that's kind of a cool deal. But uh, a lot of that has to do with, uh, I think, our baseball team uh, drawing a lot of interest being, you know, 15, 18, 20 games over the 500 month or so. Yeah, I mean, this has been, you know, at the beginning of the year, um, we did our National League Central preview. And I remember thinking that the the Cardinals look like looked like the absolute front runners going into this year. And it's funny, today's game was a weird microcosm of the season for both the Milwaukee Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals, because it looked like a year where the Cardinals were going to be, I thought they were going to be the team to beat. I thought at one point I said, they looked like the only team that was trying, especially at the beginning of the year where if the Brewers got off to, a lousy start, the Brewers probably would have started trading away some of their assets. But as it turned out, the Cincinnati's and the Pittsburgh's got off to a hot start. Um, the Cubs showed up late to the party. But the Brewers have been pretty steady all year long. And with today's victory, a shutout, it was a shutout, right? It was a shutout over St. Louis. Um, they have inched ever so closer to clinching the National League Central. They have. Uh, the match number's three, and they'll probably do it this weekend, hopefully, against Miami. Um, but the, the number just dwindling every day. The Cubs play Pittsburgh on Thursday night. But, yeah, I, I thought might go right down to the wire, maybe the final of the season. You know, the Brewers have four with St. Louis next week, and they just completed the what we were talking about here, the four-game series with the Cardinals. 
And I thought it would be the Brewers and Cardinals playing meaningful games here in the last two weeks of the season. The Cardinals today, you know, they look like a team that they got down and they were done. They were done. They they want no interest in playing in that game anymore. And the Brewers went there, and the Cardinals only scored five six runs, six runs in four games. And yeah. credit to that, the Brewer pitching. The Brewer pitching was just outstanding. Wade Miley did the job on, on Thursday, but uh, it's it's all good, and they're going to clinch very soon. Yeah, I mean Miley pitched. We're, we're recording, pulling back the curtain a little bit. We are recording this on. Uh, uh, Thursday afternoon, the the game between Milwaukee and St. Louis ended just a few hours ago. Uh, Miley pitched very, very well, thank you very much, with seven strikeouts and two walks in only three hits and six shutout innings. Um, Julio Turan, yeah, the same one who used to pitch for the Braves back when I they the Braves may have been in Milwaukee. That's how long ago Julio Turan last pitch and. He, you know, he pitched the, the finals few innings in St. Louis. Got got some help from some defense there. Um, I listened to the last part of the game today. The Cardinals played as if they were already making reservations for the golf their golf outing. I mean, they just mm-hmm. were like they were phoning today in. And the we're going to get a little bit into their playoff hopes and the window of opportunity uh, for the Brewers a little bit later in the show here, but. As an outsider, as someone not in Milwaukee, not part of the Milwaukee scene, um, the idea that Wade Miley is essentially their number four starter right now, the thing that gives Milwaukee fans a little bit of hope regarding this year, in my humble opinion, is the fact in a short series, being able to throw Freddie Peralta, being able to throw Corbin Burnt, being able to have... Uh, as strong uh, a starting pitching staff, you know, uh, Burns, Peralta, you know, you have, I mean, uh, you know, Hauser's not great, but, you know, he's he's better than most people's uh, number four starter at this point. You know you've got a darn good closer in, in Williams. you got Brandon Woodruff, who at times looks like an absolute ace, you know, the way he's pitched recently. Uh, I would be absolutely horrified to face the Milwaukee Brewers in a short series. Oh, yeah. Uh, like this weekend, the Brewers line up against Miami. And Miami's fighting for a wild card, as you know. The Brewers lined up Burns Friday, Woodruff Saturday, and Peralta Sunday. And if you lined it up in a playoff series, I mean, that's as good as it gets. I think Hauser, you mentioned Adrian Hauser, he's probably going to move to the bullpen. Right. But that's Miley, still that- – yeah. But but Wade Miley is, is is the fourth starter and fantastic. I mean, each one of these guys goes out each and every game and pitches a quality game, quality start. And and if you could just get in now, the problem is the offense, but the pitching. Right. This is the best pitching I've seen with the Milwaukee Brewers in their entire history. Not the best team, but the best the pitching has ever been all season long with these guys. Uh, Jeff Carr of Lockdown Reds was my host. Yes, was my guest host yesterday, and we did talk a little bit how a few years ago, in the playoffs, I thought the Brewers were going to go very far in 2021 because I liked their starting pitching so much. I didn't take into account how darn good Atlanta's bullpen was going to be in that particular series, and that's what essentially they stubbed their toe on there. But I think a great if Milwaukee 
because they're they're clearly going to clinch. I mean, the magic number is three. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Cubs would have to run the table. And if they can't win games against Pittsburgh right now, they're not about to run the table. And But Milwaukee is not going to catch Atlanta, and they're not going to catch Los Angeles. So you know they're pretty locked into that number three slot, which means they're going to get – you know, the absolute merry-go-round of wild-card teams. So it's impossible to look at a matchup. But it'll be some combination of Arizona, Chicago, Cincinnati, Miami, probably not San Francisco. I think San Francisco is probably have, uh, they, they had their last gas. But some combination of those. I think it would really behoove the team to try to win that wild-card series in two. Because... If you then, if you win it in two, then you know you'll still have either a Woodruff, a Peralta, or a Miley. Whoever, let's, you know, Burns is starting one. So you start either Peralta or, or uh, Woodruff game two. That means you know if you win it in two, you're going to have a really good pitcher going in game one against LA or Atlanta's ace. And then you'll know have a really tremendous pitcher for game three. I mean, yeah. it could line up in a way that works to their advantage. Well, I'm old a three-man in the postseason. I'd like to go one, two, three, one, two, three, and then come back to number one if there's game seven. Right. If we get to a seven-game series. I know we got to take care of the wild card first. But that's – that's I, I'm good with that. I would be good with those front three guys because nothing against Wade Miley, but I want to turn it back over to Burns and Woodruff right away. Mm-hmm. I, I went as far as this week, Sully, by saying on the show that I'd like to see Woodruff even start. Month of September, he's four and always got an ERA of 0.43. So that's 31 starts. He's 15 and three. Just been amazing. Not that Burns isn't, but Woodruff has even been even better than Burns. Now, all the numbers are great. And the Brewers, yeah, I believe it was their 14th shutout today. All that's great. But none of it matters <laughs> if they don't do anything in the postseason. 2021, as you mentioned, great year. And they ran into a brick wall with that Atlanta Braves team. They couldn't score any runs. And that was a game, set, and match right there. But I, it's, it's been a fun year, especially the last case. Actually, you know, the first three months weren't all that fun because the Brewers weren't scoring any runs. They looked terrible at the plate. They were only a handful of games over the 500 mark. And you wonder, is like six games over going to win this division? I don't know how they're this far over, Sully, in the 500 mark. I mean, but obviously well, it's the pitching. Because their lineup isn't very good. Well, guess what, Chuck? We're going to talk a little bit about the lineup. But first, we got to get comfortable. And when we get comfortable, we talk bird dogs. Now, look it. I love my bird dogs. My boys love their bird dogs. You know... Here's the deal. My sons are going to college now, and I want them to, you know, they're commuting to college. And the first couple of times they start commuting to college, they're wearing some sort of, you know, uh, sweatpants and some, you know, half half faded video game t-shirts. Hey, come on. Let's look, let's look at, let's beef up our look a little bit here. Let's look prepared. Let's do Cal State Northridge and the California State University system a little bit of good here. Put on some bird dogs. And they said, Dad, these bird dogs feel as comfortable as sweatpants. I know, but they look like you're all business. Imagine having that sweatpant feel, but the business look. And I said, then put a college shirt on, 
comb your hair and for God's sakes, tuck in that shirt. But here's the deal. They do the same thing as Lululemon, but they do it so much better. They fit better because they're not made of that stiff, restricting cotton. And do you know what? They have invented a cloud-knit fabric. It looks like the khaki, but it stretches. You get that slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. My boys look fantastic. And they're boys, so obviously they stink. But bird dogs have anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps them cool and dry all day long as they study, study, study. And they're great for all occasions. Going to class? Boom. Going to go out with your friends? Great. Are you going to go on a date? Let's meet her first. Now, here's the deal. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB or enter promo code Locked on MLB at checkout for a free bird dog water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And my kids, what? They're looking pretty good. I mentioned my kids in college. They're about to come home from school in any minute now. And I got to bring home something. Good for dinner. How am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? I don't have time to go to the grocery store. I don't have enough milk here. I don't have enough stuff for dinner here. Guess what? DoorDash. With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. We're going to make some dinner. Don't have the ingredients. Boom. DoorDash it. You love the convenience of getting what you want delivered right to your door? Of course you do. Who doesn't? With DoorDash grocery delivery, you could stock up for the week or get the stuff you need that night. Anything you need, burnt or last piece of toast. Avocado's gone bad. Where the heck is the milk? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need right to your door. And here's the deal. You've trusted DoorDash with restaurant favorites. Now you can get grocery deliveries too. You get exactly what you ordered or they'll make it right. So sit back, enjoy quality groceries, just like you picked them out yourself. You want even more value? Guess what? Pal Sully's going to deliver. You can save in all your grocery and restaurant favors with a $0 delivery fee. And you know what? I'll cut that in half. Even half of zero delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers grocery exactly what you want. Get 50% off. That's half your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use your code. Write this down. Locked on MLB. Try to find a way to remember that. Locked on MLB at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off up to 20 bucks. No minimum, subtotal, and zero delivery fees with your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONMLB. Don't forget, find a way to remember this. LOCKEDONMLB for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. And everybody, sing that song with me. DoorDash at the door. We're here with Chuck Freeman of Locked On Brewers, and my singing voice has never been better. Um, okay. The Brewers are in an interesting situation right now, which central teams seem to have found themselves in over the last bunch of years where they get to the playoffs and then that's it. 
with it seems like with the exception of the Cardinals and the Cubs in 2016, they're like, you know, I'm afraid the Twins are going to be a two and out team this year. You've seen the Guardians and last or a few years ago, the Chicago White Sox be very fast exits in the uh, postseason. Mm-hmm. Now, the Milwaukee Brewers could have the most beloved team they've had since maybe 82, maybe since the Braves were there in 57. I don't know. Or they could be as memorable as 2008 when they made a really quick exit, which was a great year for Brewer fans, but it was a quick exit. So they have the pitching to advance, but you hinted at us. Their lineup is uh, their lineup leads a little to be desired here. So walk us through and try not to walk us through to the end, end of the ledge. Where are we going to see some bats to support Burns and Woodruff and Peralta and all the other people? The one constant, Sully, on this in this lineup has been Will Contreras. Now, when they picked him up, mm-hmm. you didn't expect Will Contreras to be a guy who's going to be at the heart of the order and, right. and doing things. But he's been batting second, and on his days off from catching, they've used him at the DH spot. That's how... That's how good he's been, and that's how bad the offense has been. That you can't give your kid a day off. Uh, Christian Yelich has been on, has been out for eleven of the last twelve games because of a back soreness. That they have not put him on the injured list. They don't know where that's coming. Well, obviously they need Christian Yelich too. Um, Mark Canna might be, Sully. Mark Canna might be the best bat that anybody got at the trading deadline, and you wouldn't have guessed it at the time even his first year, but he has been amazing. He's played half of the call, games. I, that you, I, 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 that? I, chuck, I, I call that Eddie Rosario syndrome. And I hate to What's bring that? up the, uh, tw- I hate to bring up the 2021 Braves to a Brewers fan, uh-huh. but the Braves had all those injuries to their outfielders and they, they didn't, they made three moves and none of them made a splash. Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario, Jorge Soler. But all three came up huge in the postseason. Rosario got the NLCS MVP. Obviously, Jorge Soler got the World Series MVP. And I don't want to remind you what mm-hmm. Chuck Peterson did. But um, the fact of the matter is, is if you did a rundown at the end of that trade deadline, say, who are the big winners? Not a lot of people would have been boasting about the acquisition of Soler and Eddie Rosario. It's not always the big players. And Mark Canna reminds me of exactly that. He was brought in. Maybe it was a sense of being re-energized that he's now in a pennant race. He's always he's a major leaguer, and you're not asking him to have an MVP season. You're to have a decent final two months. And you're right. If it wasn't for Mark Canna, who I mean, he's been the along with Contreras, he's absolutely been the spark plug of this offense. Yeah, uh, a guy who they brought in to pretty much be a fill-in. You know, well, one day we'll face maybe uh, we'll play him in right field. Not spell Yelich in left field. He can't take his bat out of the lineup because it's been so good. Last Saturday night, first pitch grand slam in the bottom of the eighth inning was probably the most electrifying moment of the Brewers. Five Washington, can a first pitch, one, a no doubter to left field. And Amphan Field, Sully, went bananas. It was great. <laughs> and But he can't that all year long. He's been doing that all year long with the Milwaukee Brewers. Well, all year long, for as long as he's been here after the line. But I, uh, yeah, this this team. I, you know, you, you mentioned about embracing this team. I, I'm sure the city has really embraced this team just yet. Not a lot of household names 
on this on this team. Uh, you know, in '82, that was a team where everybody knew every position. This team, I think, it caught some people by surprise. It hasn't been Brewer fever, I want to say, in Milwaukee yet. Mm-hmm. Not like it was in 2018, but that's coming here in the postseason. But they've had a few quick exits. 2019, they got beaten that one game wild card in Washington. 2020, I throw that out, but they got they lost in Washington. You mentioned the 2021. Last year, they were in games over the 500 mark into the postseason. So maybe, I mean, Brewers uh, tweeted out an interesting stat today. In the last six years, the Brewers have won at least 86 games. Only the Dodgers have won better. Now, that's great. That's great. But how many championships we got out of it? I know. We, got one playoff. we only got one postseason up here, one um, NLCS out of it, too. So right. that's my response uh, to that. Watch the hero be Josh Donaldson. <laughs> watch well, Josh knows, Donaldson be the great hero of this year. Well, that's, that's funny you mentioned it. He hit the home run on mm-hmm. Wednesday. And right. he's had a couple of – I mean, the, the hits that he's had – the few hits that he's had have been big enough. And you say, well, that's the same Josh Donaldson with the New York Yankees. But they're playing every day at third base. They're running him out there and playing him every day at third base. And Monasterio's been moving over second, spelling Terang. They've been kind of tuning a little bit over there. But, yeah, Donaldson's been an every day. Well, no pun well, intended. You, I would just uh, – do you know what? Just – Slap it together the best you can. Hey, uh, before uh, before we get too deep into this, uh, I do want to point out uh, we do have someone get the trivia question right from the other day. Court Stell got it right again. The question what's, what's was the, question? the the question was uh, the last time the Cincinnati Reds won a home playoff game was the final game of the nineteen ninety five division series when they beat the Los Angeles Dodgers. The question I had was, who was the veteran utility infielder who came off the bench to hit a pinch hit grand slam to seal the game and ice the Dodgers in that game? Do you remember who it was, Chuck? Court Stell does it. If anybody ever said anybody from the big red machine as a guess for that, they should never be allowed on any account ever. Um, Fair enough. I would say 1995. Gosh. Um, that, it was before Griffey. I'm trying to for think him. team here. Um, After Griffey yeah, like, Sr., before Griffey Jr. Yeah. Why, well, you got me. Who is it? Mark Lewis. Mark oh, Lewis. Never, there you go. That's never, I like the Rumpelstiltskin ones. Hey, uh, you got to snap into the NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200. And my dog barking. <laughs> Come on in, buddy. We're talking about FanDuel. Come on. We're talking about FanDuel. So join FanDuel. There's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, players, props, over, under, and more. My son is going to come right in. Buddy, do you love FanDuel? Come on, poke your head in there. There's my son. He's never bet on a thing in his life. Here's my dog. My dog. It's so easy. Even Sully's dog can use it. That's right. 
FanDuel is right there. Visit FanDuel.com and include money lines, props, etc., and just absolutely put your money on your team this football season. It's FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL and the official partner of hosts distracted by a barking dog. We're here. Welcome to Locked On Barking Dogs in the middle of an ad read. California dreaming. That's right. There you go. There you go. There's my girl, Ellie. There's my girl, Eleanor. Um, how you doing, girl? All right. Uh, okay, we've got to the point where I'm petting my dog here. So, Chuck, um, the Brewers, you mentioned the Brewers have been very good for the last bunch of years. I mean, they've had uh, several, a couple of division titles, uh, one trip to the NLCS. They narrowly missed the playoffs last year. They've been good for a little bit. How big is their window of opportunity, and how much are they being benefited by the fact that the current Cardinals ownership has driven this team into the ground while trading away Cy Young contenders and rookies of the year to other teams? Uh, boy, the Cardinals could use a Randy a Rosa Reina and Zach Gallen right around now. Um, how, how big is this window of opportunity for them? Well, Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns re-signed both of those guys. And with the Milwaukee Brewers, as opposed to most likely in Major League Baseball, when you get a picture like that, the Brewers are, well, you can love them as long as you can have them, but eventually flying to a different team and getting a big-time contract. Now, you know, maybe the Brewers might be able to keep one of them. So, you know, you don't have these guys for – but one more year. Uh, you look at the rest of the building with young, they've played a lot of young guys this year. Their farm system is very good. They have Jackson Churio, one of the top prospects in all of baseball. He'll probably be on this team next year. You got a crowd feel. You got a few other spots you got to fix first and, and all that. But yeah, the window of opportunity is there, but they lean so heavily on pitch right now. And you wonder, their bullpen has been so good. And you know how it works with the bullpen. Your bullpen is here today, gone tomorrow. It could be great one year, and the next year you could run out those same guys, and also the bottom falls out. Just funny how bullpens work. But with these two guys at the top of the rotation, that's been the key, major reasons why this team is headed for a division title. If you can't have those two guys at the top of the order, at the top of your rotation, it's a big loss. That's a big loss for this team. Those are two. Those are two. Put that. Those two. You put those top three, and I throw Freddie Peralta in there. There's not many teams in baseball that can stack up pitching wise with those three. I think the only team that's going to really. I, I completely agree with you, but I also think the Cardinals have been the sort of the middle square at a bingo card like you know it's almost an automatic that you put them in the big contenders but i look mm -hmm. at the team right now they're not intelligently put together and they've traded away a lot of young talent and i i don't i don't see them turning things around next year now the chicago is obviously a good team they're probably they're probably gonna be a playoff team and you're probably gonna see them make a huge run at otani um or some big splash because they, they'll be able, although you know, I I personally think Otani is going to go to um, L.A. or San Francisco. That's my opinion. But what? Shocking. But wrong. That's a, that's exactly what's wrong with baseball, right there. 
That's exactly what's wrong with baseball. Well, I'm just, but I'm saying that maybe that may be the benefit of the Brewers that you're not going to have that big spending honking team in the middle of their division, and they may once again be favored to win next year. I mean, I'm. I, is it, it? It. It. There. There's always been inequities in baseball, and that's 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 been the case since the the Federal League folded in 1916. But, but it's a shame, uh, though, when a guy like that, Otani's Brewers, no shot. The Brewers have no shot at him. Absolutely no right. shot at him. Any other sport, NBA, NFL, you do. Baseball, you have no shot at him. No shot. Well, and that's what. That's what. This is why. Yeah, the, you talk about window opportunities, Sully. They're, the window and opportunities come and go because the Brewers can't go out and buy their buy their players. They got to right. draft and develop. Well, I think they've done a good job of it so far. I think they, they have so far. No, and, World, and, no World Series. Well, though, we'll see. And and I got to tell you, but people have asked me because I'm unabashedly a Boston fan, and my national team has been the Giants because of my dad was a huge San Francisco Giant fan. Um. And there's not going to be a Yankees this year. There's a op- there's a possibility there won't even be an Astros if they if they stumble the final week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been asked if you if your team's not in it, who do you root for? And I say my answer is always I want to see a generational moment. I want to see a team that's never like that's why when the Nationals won, it's like wow, that's a franchise that's never won before, you know. And I want to see there are a couple teams that are in it. And one of them includes the Milwaukee Brewers that I would love to see win for a couple of reasons. That franchise has never won the World Series. Uh, a small market team has a win of opportunity like the Royals did to win and sort of get that moment. And also, it would make the question of when the last Milwaukee World Series title was a lot easier to answer. You could say, well, the Brewers actually haven't, but the Braves actually did. And that, 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 that. That's why it was difficult with the Nationals. It was like, well, the Nationals haven't, but the Senators did back in 1924. No, now it's easy. The Nationals won it in 2019. And I want to have it be easy for Brewers fans to say, the Brewers won it in 2023. And there you go. Well, I hope that's the case. But for them to win it at all, they have no margin for error. Nope. They got to get hitting. The pitching has got to be great. There, you know, other teams margin of error. You know, you not that you're a great margin of error in the postseason, but the Brewers have absolutely none. They got to go out there and do everything correctly, play defense, get timely hitting, and hopefully the pitching is right on, like it's been all season long. And that's how you're going to win a World Series because you know they're going to run into Atlanta and Los Angeles hopefully, right. on the way. All right. They're going to have to go through those two teams just to get to the World Series. Okay, but yeah, I'll show you. There. Here's the pathway. Here's the pathway. They'll face Arizona or Chicago or the Phillies, whoever they face in the first round. Okay, they have better pitching than them. Uh, it'd be great for them as the Phillies because that would be the best matchup for them. Uh, but don't play that game because a lot of people were going. Oh, a lot of people were happy the Mets were eliminated last year because the Padres will be easy. And, you know, Dodger fans were crowing around. Next thing you know, the goose flies in and they get eliminated. Yeah. So, okay, get past the wild card round. It will probably be L.A. you play. Now, I take the Brewers pitching over L.A.'s pitching because of the injuries and suspensions on that team. And while the Dodgers have a better lineup, obviously, with Betts and, and, and Freeman, we've seen a really good lineup can be shut down by a good pitching staff. 
okay. They get past. And there's been no shortage of times where L.A. has come up short in the division series. Boom, you've gotten past L.A. Now you're, you're head-to-head with the Braves. Uh-oh, what happened? The Braves were overly cocky, and they wound up losing that series. And it turns into like last year, where it winds up being the Padres and the Phillies. You wind up, or you have a beaten-up Braves team, and you line your pitching staff up the way you want. Made it through there. Next thing you know, you're playing the Orioles, and and give me the Brewers pitching staff seven days a week and twice on Sunday over Baltimore's, and then we're having a parade in Milwaukee. Right down Wisconsin. Brewers cool. slide down the slide. Boy, that scenario. If you could just wrap it up and have that just like that, that's a that's a those those that's a thing of beauty there, Sully. I'm that's sending a it thing off. Of beauty. I'm that's sending it off through my Cal State Fullerton shirt here. Here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. All right. Um, hey, a little bit of trivia here. There was a point where the Brewers did acquire a big superstar when they brought in Raleigh Fingers before the 1981 season. Mm-hmm. The 1982 Brewers, which were loaded with Hall of Famers or the only Brewers team to make it to the World Series, but Raleigh Fingers was injured for that postseason run. The trivia question, without Raleigh Fingers, and Chuck, you can't answer this, without Raleigh Fingers, who closed out the league championship series and got the save to clinch the Brewers' only pennant to this day? What pitcher was Raleigh Fingers' proxy in Game 5 of the clinching ALCS? That's your trivia question. Put it down in the in the YouTube page or at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Chuck, tell people where they can listen to your terrific show. All right, go to Locked On Brewers. Uh, we can download the on your favorite podcast: Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, all the great ones. Uh, and of course, YouTube. Our growing YouTube audience. Go to Locked On Brewers on YouTube. It locked. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell there. It's going to alert you every time we drop an episode, Monday through Friday. As you know, Sully, we drop we are your team every day, and hopefully we're doing this well into October. we got October baseball coming up, and let's stretch this out a little bit. And uh, I love it. I love baseball postseason. Suns aren't meant for the NFL. They're made for Baseball. Well, like I said, I, I I don't think I can name four NFL players right now. Football's not my thing. Baseball's my thing, which is why we're going to talk about it all year long. On behalf of Chuck Freeman from Locked On Brewers, this has been a Locked On MLB, Locked On Brewers crossover. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. <laughs>